to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. It's time to take control of your life. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. Here we go. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg, and you have reached Habits to Goals, the podcast that, <laughs> if the podcast isn't going to remind you, I am to constantly put attention to refining and crafting those positive habits that will help you reach your goals more quickly. This is the equivalent as we like to say, of putting the wind at your back. Today we have a a fantastic Frequently Asked Friday. In fact, this has to be perhaps, and it's low-hanging fruit because I'm not sure how I've never even brought it up, but the question is, (laughs) why did you write the habit factor? And after just being asked this again, it occurred to me, what a great way to reset. I know we're kicking off season four, but as I said, as people pile in and we get new listeners, it's a good way to share a bit of the background, a bit of my story, and we will become more familiar with the habit factor, how it works, and why it exists. But first, what's my GTR? My good things report is going to be fairly simple here. About, I think it was about two weeks ago, a teacher at a university, and I want to say Calgary, definitely in Canada, um, I'm thinking Saskatchewan or something. I don't know. I don't have it in front of me, but it, but it is a good thing because I'm constantly surprised and honored to find that the habit factor in various realms ends up in universities all over the world and some of the finest universities, um, like Harvard and MIT and fun stuff like that. But having said that, this is about a teacher in Saskatchewan and she emailed saying, can we use the image from one of your blog posts? Uh, it was the one about grit. So if, if grit is the key to success, the question is, <laughs> what are the habits that make up grit? And so we have a, we slash I have a nice diagram there. In fact, as I look over my right shoulder, it's in the office. Um, so it's all about the growth mindset and those habits that help you establish grit. And grit is a habit in and of itself. So the question is, if grit is the key to success, how do you become gritty? And... Obviously, there's no definitive answer, air quotes, but this has become not only a popular post, but the graphic has been used. So my GTR is she had reached out and asked to use it. And I, again, I, 
I didn't know I was going to pull this out. I would have, I would call her out by name and thank her. Um, so my apologies don't have that handy, but the GTR is this content is being shared. And I will just say parenthetically, the statement is the same. I've said before, feel free to use the graphic in, in really any of the content, just, uh, please give it some attribution and link back to our website, thehabitfactor.com. So that is my GTR. If you haven't seen that post, you can just Google grit or habits to grit or the habit factor and grit, G-R-I-T, and you will see that in the graphic. So today's question, FAF, Frequently Asked Friday. Why, like I said, low-hanging fruit here, why did I write the habit factor? Absolutely the most, I it's got to be top three if it's not number one, most asked question. Why I wrote it, and this sounds probably super corny, at a certain point around 2003, I just felt absolutely compelled to write this book. And the reason is, as I started studying the philosophy and really doing deep dives into habit and what habit truly is, I just couldn't get it out of my mind. In parallel, I, out of the blue, started training for... I'm trying to remember the first year. I think 03 was the first year I did the Catalina Classic, but I was training for a paddling event. I'd set a goal. I didn't necessarily know how I was going to achieve. And then reverse engineering it, I realized that the path to this goal, for those of you who are new, and my apologies for those who've heard this dozens of times, The quickest path was using this tracking sheet and focusing on the core recurring habits. I was doing these things in parallel, going for this goal, tracking. I had no idea that someday that would become the application, the literal application, how to apply the philosophy and the ideas. So why did I write the book? Because I had to, but it's, it's more complicated than that and simple in that once I had applied it to one major goal in my life, everything's personal, everybody's got their own goals and it worked super well, I tried it again. And this was for something called an Ironman triathlon and it worked super well. And then as I was in this entrepreneur group, I started, they actually asked me because these were guys like me running a company and trying to understand how, um, you know, it's difficult between family and companies how to build and buy the time, so to speak, apply the time towards something like an Ironman. So they asked if I could share the spreadsheet. I shared the methodology. They all started doing some really cool stuff over the course of a couple years. I mean, this, and then the book, it wasn't anything I was trying to write in, in a month or 90 days. I, it just continued to marinate and germinate. 
And it, as time went by, it became richer and richer because then I had their experiences. We were tracking our habits as a group and I had their results and that, that's all incorporated in the book. And then I had my experience and, and then the iPhone was introduced in 08. And I think it was in 09 that, you know, they encouraged me to create an app. Um, based on the ideas and, and the idea of tracking habits to, to achieve your goals. So the short answer is I really felt compelled. Like I had to write this because society, and this is changing and this is one of my biggest overarching goals. Society as a whole has this or has had in the past this, this, view that habit, this connotation that habit was mostly negative. And I thought, well, if I write the habit factor, I'm going to help reestablish a new paradigm and perspective around habit that it's neither negative nor positive. It's a neutral force. You could liken it to, I mean, probably a bad example at this time, but, but a gun, a gun can be used to defend you and it could be used obviously for, for negative uh, purposes. Habit is either something that in the book pushed to create this awareness. It's either something that habits uh, happens on its own without much conscious thought and therefore they're crafted on their own and and we have many habits that end up not serving our goals the habit factor says identify your goal identify the supportive habits and track those to conscientiously develop the positive habits that will help you reach your goals more quickly and <laughs> And, and, you know, the rest is history, so to speak, but it, but it was a huge, a significant paradigm shift from s- traditional goal achievement methodologies. Even the greats in the personal development spaces, my idols, guys like Brian Tracy, even Tony Robbins, it was never presented in this simplistic fashion. Um, for the most part, everybody was teaching smart goals. Smart goals, you end up with a to-do list. So, so why did I write the book? It was an opportunity to share my experience. It was an opportunity to share that of those around me. The app supported the ideas in the book. The book <laughs> supported the ideas in the app. It was a perfect, uh, compliment and you know, that's the short story. That's why the habit factor was written. It was, <laughs> it's kind of funny. I was on the golf course the other day and a good buddy, um, how do I say this? He was just saying that I didn't seem to be the type of, there's, I'm trying to put this delicately. There's a lot of people jumping into the space that necessarily don't have um, fresh ideas or angles and 
There's a lot of pomp and circumstance, marketing, sales. And his whole point, the whole reason I'm bringing it up is you really haven't done any of that. And uh, I said, well, look, you know, I thought I could write the book and just literally go kind of hide under a rock. Um, but what I realized is you can't, there's, there's an obligation and, and what I truly realize, and I know I'm getting away from your question here, but if, if it helps one person and 10 people and then a hundred people, it became my obligation to market and promote. So even though the book came out in 2010, I didn't even do the first podcast to like 2014 or 20, basically 2015. And I have now come around mentally to this idea that this is important to promote. This is, there's a significant message here and the more and better job I can do at marketing and selling. And here you see one of the old themes, turning a weakness into a strength. So I'm putting intention around that, not for me per se, but to help spread and increase awareness around the habit factor. Because again, if it's if it's changed 10 people's lives or 100 and it's probably well into the thousands, there's no reason it can't and shouldn't be changing millions. And that's on me. That's my mistake. I know this isn't your question. It's a bit of a uh, confession here. I didn't know I was going to take this tack. But, but I've done a shitty job marketing and selling largely because I haven't there's there's no reason to and I didn't have that awareness that that now it's on me to do a much better job to help spread this message. So that's why there's a podcast now. Um that's why there's courses now, that's why there's free webinars. This has all happened in the last I don't know, 6 months or so. Well, the podcast again goes back but greater intentionality. So why did I write it? Because it changes lives. It started with an idea and it was really important for me that this wasn't just a book of ideas. There was a practical application, a step by step process. And there is. And you can follow it. And it's all right there on the habit factor. And you can always reach out to me. <laughs> so sorry about the confession and the long answer, but that's why I wrote the habit factor. It was pure service. And I mean that sincerely out of absolute service to uh, mankind, if you will, that I had to share this. I wanted to share this. That's also why it's there's there. The app is free. And the price is very low and I could go on and on and on. The point is I wrote the book because I felt absolutely compelled. I think it's a big and important message and I help, I believe you've seen, because again, the book came out in 2010. Since then, there's probably not that any of the habit trackers are quite as complete or as good. They don't have habit alignment. 
where you can attach a habit to a goal. But the point is, there's probably a hundred habit trackers. There's probably been another hundred habit books since the habit factor, whether it's how to focus on small habit. I mean, all that, you can just go look at their publication dates and see when the shift happened. And I think you'll find, for the most part, it largely happened uh, right after the habit factor came out. So, And that's great, because that was the mission. Help change the understanding and the perspective of habit and how it can serve you to help you achieve your goals more quickly. Wow, that went way longer than it was supposed to, and you got a confession, but there we go. That is why I wrote The Habit Factor. <laughs> I want to say tell a friend. Let's... let's uh Share the message. Cheers. Hey, really quick, I just want to remind you if you want to grab your habits and goals tracking template, the template that started it all, you can get that really quickly. Just text me at 33444 and simply text the word habits. That is habits, H-A-B-I-T-S, to 33444, and you will get the tracking template immediately. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Thanks for dropping a quick review. It'll take you less than 30 seconds if you're getting value.